Our sponsor today on Drinking with Authors is Skunk Brothers Spirits. Skunk Brothers Spirits was started by a family of disabled veterans focused on locally sourced quality distilled spirits. Their name was inspired by their pops, who was nicknamed Skunk. Skunk's father was a moonshiner in Oregon back when it wasn't exactly legal. Now the brothers are taking the family business legal with their Washington-based team using their grandfather's Prohibition-era moonshine recipe to bring small batch spirits to the gorge and beyond. From the moonshine corn whiskey to the apple pie brandy, all of their spirits are handmade in Washington. Believing they already have the best ingredients in the local community, they work with local farmers and suppliers to produce the highest quality spirits from scratch. You can find them on Facebook at Skunk Brothers and on Twitter at Skunk Bros Inc. Or visit their site www.skunkbrothersspirits.com and use coupon code DWA10 at checkout to read 10% off your order. You can always also ask your local retailer to start stocking Skunk Brother Spirits. Regardless of how you get your hands on a bottle or two, grab a drink and don't forget to get skunked. This podcast contains potentially adult language, adult themes, definitely drinking, and possibly sexual context. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Drinking with Authors, literary briefs edition. I am your already plastered host, Erica Williams, and my co-host today is the less plastered C.R. Rice, and our amazing guest is Mimi Francis. Woo! Okay, let's talk about what we're drinking and why I'm in the state I am in. Thank you, Skunk Brothers Spirits and their Viking Lightning. As you guys see, it doesn't take me very much and it's a problem. I mixed it with the orange juice. It hides it completely. He recommends, they actually, if you subscribe to Skunk Brothers Spirits um, Instagram, they post drink recipes all the time. They posted an amazing one with ginger beer, but it had like more than three ingredients and I wasn't up for it today. So anyway, that's what happened. That's where I'm at. Okay. CR, what are you drinking? I am back on the Four Horsemen Pestilence, the green tea and vodka. Very healthy. Yummy, yummy. Very healthy yes. antioxidants. Okay. Mimi, what are you drinking? I am drinking root beer and kissed caramel vodka. See, I wonder, you said that on the last year and I'm like, I wonder what that would taste like as a root beer float. That's what yes. I thought too, but and I was we, thinking that would have to be the vanilla one, not the caramel. Yeah, one. we, but we did make the root. I didn't do the root beer float this time because I was out of ice cream. So <laughs> I just did, I just did the, the, did it with this, but it's actually was an accident because one day I was standing in the kitchen and I had a root beer and I'm like, I wonder what this would taste like if I threw some of that kiss caramel vodka in there. So I did, and it was amazing. So and, and but vanilla, um, I can recommend the vanilla vodka with orange soda. Tastes like a creamsicle. Oh yeah, it's a creamsicle. Tastes like a creamsicle. Yeah, that's yeah. Really my good. younger years really killed the flavored vodka, so now I just go through <laughs> rough stuff. <laughs> so I still want to know the day somebody was sitting there with ice cream and was like, "You know what I should do? I should put this in my root beer." They were already drunk. You know, there was no second person that did that. They were like, yeah. oh, I'm going to put it in here. Mm-hmm. They like, had, yeah. Yeah. 
right? I always Either that or stone. I'm sure there's a story we can find on like the Discovery Channel that explains this, but those kind of things, I'm like, how the hell did that happen? Okay, rapid fire questions. I'm gonna really try to get through this. I'm not trusting <laughs> myself very much, but Mimi, what's your favorite book of all time? My favorite book of all time is The Stand by Stephen King. Ooh, why? Uh, I've always been a Stephen King fan. I love Stephen King and that one's my favorite. That book pulled me into Stephen King's world and it was probably, it was the second Stephen King book I read, but it was the one that solidified for me that I needed to read everything he had written. And I just, I love it. I just absolutely love it. Very cool. What is your least favorite book? My least favorite book is probably, and people are going to hate me for this, but it's probably Wuthering Heights. Not a, not a fan. Oh, how come? I, I'm not a big fan of the classics, um, which is weird. I, I just don't, I just had a hard, I just had a really hard time getting into it. I had to read it in school, like a lot of people did. And I, I think I just being forced to read it kind of soured it for me. And I've never been able to get back into it since. No, that makes sense. I think a lot of books that people didn't like were books that they had to read in school. I know I have several that I had to read that I disliked, but I actually found my favorite book there too. Well, one of my favorite books. Um, oh, favorite book. See, I'm keeping up. I see you watching me, Charles. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> favorite book to movie or TV series? Like favorite book that they made and they, you're like, they did this pretty well. I enjoyed this. Oh, that's hard. Um, <laughs> I mean, the Harry Potter, I thought was pretty well done. I liked the Harry Potter movies. Um, even the Twilight movies were good. I'm a, twi I'm a former Twilight mom. Well, I'm still a Twilight mom. I can't say former. So probably one of those two. Um, I was super disappointed in the stand book to the Which series. They've done it a couple times. The series that they just had come out not that long ago. I was very disappointed in it because it's my favorite book. And I just, I just, oh, it was awful. I didn't like it at all. So I can see that. I'll tell you, I think they a lot of times have a hard time going down that path. I mean, CR says it best, which is ironic that I'm about to say it this way. It's the fan fiction is you've got to treat these movies like they're fan fiction of the TV shows. That's helped me come to grips with some stuff because there have been mm -hmm. some ones that I think are terrible and like totally, totally missed it. At the same time though, I have to say, I think there are certain storylines within the book. If they just explored that storyline or as part of what they were doing, it would be great. And at least it would tie in the book versus you're like, what in the crap sticks are they doing? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I think but, that's where I, where I get to the, that's the kind of the point I get to is where I go, what in the crap? Are, what is that? That has nothing to do with, that's not, wasn't even important and they're making it important. That's the kind of stuff that bugs me. So that I don't like, but. Is there any romance <laughs> tropes that you're like, this is horrible. I don't even want it. Cause we talked about tropes in the last one. You yeah. love tropes, but are there <laughs> any tropes that you're like, Bleh. you know? Oh, um, I don't like anything pregnancy tropes. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of pregnancy tropes. Um, I don't, an accidental baby kind of kept it quiet 
that one I'm okay with, but bringing a baby in to like make somebody love you or getting pregnant on puts that kind of trope. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of those. I don't like those. No, that makes sense. Um, will you always finish reading a book? If you started reading it, we always finish. No, I actually just recently promised myself that if I start reading a book and I don't like it, I'm not going to waste my time with it because my reading time is, I don't have a lot of it. So I try to, if I'm going to read it, I better enjoy it. I don't have time for books I don't like. Are you an e-reader or a paper reader? What kind of reader are you? Um, Both. I like to do both. Um, I love my e-reader for when I travel, like when we go home to Montana, because I can't take 10 books with me. So I like to have it for that. But I also, I like the physical feel of a book in my hands too. Yeah. Do you have a huge library? I do. I have quite a few books, way more than I probably should. And I need to stop buying books. I need that to say so <laughs> it's never going to happen. I, need to do. Happen. I think actually my e-reader library, there's a lot more on there because I'm a Kindle Unlimited member, so I can get books on Kindle <laughs> Unlimited. And then I'm a Prime member, so they give you free books on Amazon Prime all the time, so I can get those for free. So my e-reader, I have a lot of books on there a lot of books on there yes and that's where they make the memory so large <laughs> see y'all okay first i looked up root beer floats because i too was curious <laughs> apparently this guy was casually standing on his his porch in colorado on august 18th 1893 was casually looking at the mountains and thought that the snowy peaks reminded him of ice cream and soda yeah, because, you know, there's no drugs involved in this at all. <laughs> and then the next day, he combined root beer and vanilla ice cream and called it the Black Cow, which after several years became known as root beer float. Try to tell me that dude was not hot. There's no, no way you're just standing on the porch. Opium was a big deal like, back then. Opium oh, yeah. was a much bigger deal, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Still, he was blitzed. Okay, so. <laughs> No, to the purpose we're here. Um, if you could be any mythological creature, who would you be? Oh, see, so you've watched all the supernatural. You I have watched all the I have. I'm actually trying to think of. Um, I think I would probably be. I would probably be a vampire, just because I could live forever. What, what universe vampire? I was about to say, what, what level vampire are we going? Are we going Buffy? Are we going Supernatural? Um, are we going Twilight? Honest to God, it would probably be a Twilight vampire just because... I'd have to say know, I'd hunt you down. You can't I'd kill them. Supernatural. You absolutely can. They're glittering asses. Shove them out into the fucking sunshine. Well, that's, well yeah, but then all <laughs> you're going to do is glitter when you get out there in the sunshine. You don't catch on fire or anything. You just glitter. glitter. And I am totally they can't be cool. that hard to find. I am totally cool with glitter. So give me all the glitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally fine if I'm out there glittering. Oh, okay. Me. <laughs> because you're such a supernatural fan, since we all are, we all can answer this question. What is your favorite monster on Supernatural? Oh. Leviathan. Okay. They were so fucking twisted and so brilliant oh, at the same time, um, setting the world up to be a farm. Fuck yeah. <laughs> favorite monster on Supernatural. It's probably gonna be, 
I like the gin, the gins. I thought they were really cool. The ones with all the tattoos and they could, you know, touch you and make you think certain things and stuff. I the thought alpha they were ones, really cool. like the purebred ones. I like those. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really liked those. I thought those were cool. And I found it interesting too, because I'm a fan of the Witcher and they popped up in the Witcher, which I thought was really cool. I yeah. like that too. And they we, were kind uh, of the same. Me and a friend were looking at going to a supernatural convention until we looked up the pricing. It's a little hard to swallow. I went. Do I've been. I've, say, I've been to two. Um, no couple people that have been and they say that the lines like are you spend one day in line which um seems kind of suffocating but if you look back at what the original supernatural con prices were compared to what they are now oh yeah that is nauseating I don't know that I would go now like I've never gone and they don't have this like I did the copper seats and they don't, I don't think they do those anymore. So you're, you're not gold and you're not silver, but you're copper. So you're kind of still, you got still got good seats and you get to go to the karaoke and you get to go to the concert and stuff. But, um, Oh, even the gold one doesn't come with the karaoke and the concerts and stuff like that anymore. It's, no, all it's only, yeah, it's all, yeah. And I, it's been because they came to Phoenix twice. Cause I'm in Phoenix and they came twice and I went, they actually came three times. And one time I volunteered as a volunteer at the convention, which I would never do again because they work you like a dog. And um, then I went to two other conventions and um, I didn't stand in a lot of lines. I mean, I had to stand in the line for karaoke and stuff, but that I got my seat because I had a, my seat was my seat. So I got to sit in it. And then the lines like for the pictures and stuff were kind of well, they weren't too bad because you went at a certain time. They would be like, okay, the gold people come now and then these people come now. So. Like, I think I, my picture with Jensen, I stood in line for like 10 minutes and that was it, so. Okay, that's not as bad as some of the crazy things yeah. I've heard. Yeah, I mean, it could just be that I got super lucky, but both, I had a blast at both conventions that I went to, my daughter and I, we made a whole weekend of it. We stayed at the hotel and we went for the whole weekend and it was so much fun, so much fun. But now it's like twice as much as it used to be. I don't think I'd go again. Oh, the gold package for Nashville, Tennessee, because my friend looked this up because it's close to us, is twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, see, I wouldn't pay that. Mm -mm. No, <laughs> yeah, like, no, and no. and Jensen <laughs> and um, Jared are only there on Sunday. Mm -hmm. so yeah, they're only there the one whole, day. Yeah, yeah, and they're only they're there only, one day. They're only there one day. That is insane. Yeah, they're only there one day. So you get. You get everybody else the whole three days usually, but you only get Jared and Jensen one day. And then they have like a panel that you can't go to unless you're a gold member, a gold ticket holder. So I couldn't go to that panel. And then they have an afternoon panel that, but they're only on stage like an hour. And then yeah, all it's the rest like of the time. Yeah, it's like 45 minutes Q&A or something. Yeah, I think is what they're and doing. then the, and then they're, um, and then the rest of the time they're doing pictures and stuff. So you don't get, I mean, you don't get a lot of interaction with them. And your picture with them is you walk up, you pose, you smile, you go, you're done. Boop, off you go. That's it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's free watching them on YouTube live. <laughs> exactly. okay, so I'm going to do one more supernatural question and then Sierra, I'm going to let you move on to your ones that are really, really fun. Um, okay. What is your favorite supernatural episode though? Wait, you didn't say what your favorite boss was or your monster was. Well, I, I like the gin a lot, but actually one of my favorite, um, I, I love Crowley. 
If I uh, if I'm being honest, I don't count him as a villain though. He's not a villain. Well, okay. I have a video so, of him. I I believe you. I if I was to pick one of the monsters, sure, yeah. they had uh um the one because this just creeped me the hell out. There was a bug episode, and the kids that fed off the parents, and then there was a hive mother. Like yeah, that I was, was like. That was I that was like season three, wasn't it? it that was, but was it was the... actually season one through three. They hired paranormal experts, like cult people. I met like several of these people that were hired to come up with the monsters that they found, and that is a legitimate monster that is in folklore, and it's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. So there's yeah, changelings okay. are kind of cool. Yeah. Just it's it's creepy. That is creepy. Um, let's okay. Favorite episode, and then we're gonna move on to your questions, CR, because I'm absorbing supernatural time here. Favorite episode, me. <laughs> My favorite episode is um, Baby, the episode where it's from the car's point of view. <gasps> oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't think that one that was that gross. great. Like I was kind of annoyed with it. I, I, when I realized I, what it was, I thought it was me. I loved that episode. It was what definitely I, different, yeah. but like I, I kept like that, leaning that forward, episode. trying to like see around. Yeah. CR, what about you? I really like when early uh, episodes, like early seasons. What? If you go early seasons, my favorite episode is um, in season one, two, Faith. The episode where Dean thinks he's gonna die because he gets electrocuted um, in the yeah. early seasons. That they one. They die so many times. They die so though. many times. But that was before they started years. dying all the time. So that's that was we really thought maybe he was gonna die then. That was before they weren't sure they were gonna get renewed all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I like the when the seven sins came into it. And Cass is just sitting there holding cheeseburgers the whole episode. And he's like, these just make me so happy. <laughs> like, it's, he's like my favorite. Him and Lucifer are my favorite. My second one is when Sam has Lucifer just like on his shoulder the whole time. Like, I love it. Oh my just goodness. Hard it. Pick a, it's hard to pick a favorite. It really is. It really is. I have scenes. Mine, like, I have scenes that are just my favorite. Mine is too. the musical episode. Yes, with the girl. The girl's Dean's reaction throughout that entire episode, including when he has to get into it, I thought that was very well done. And then the Scooby Doo episode. Oh, of course. He oh, was I so excited about that too. Episode. Yeah, I love the Scooby Doo episode. I actually was wearing my Scooby Doo shirt, Supernatural shirt, earlier today. It was. Yeah. It's got Baby and the Mystery Machine on it, and I love that episode. So. I told you, it's hard to pick a favorite one because I'll say one and then you guys bring one up and I'm like, oh God, I love that one too. Yes. It's hard to pick. It's true. Okay, CR, start your epic questions that are always wonderfully amazing. Okay. If you could be any main character in a book, but you have to live their life as it is, who would you be? Um, Any main character in a book, but I have to live their life as I'm going to say Jenny Weasley. Oh, because she gets to marry Harry Potter? She gets to marry Harry Potter. She kind of gets the happily ever after. Don't they kind of gets all the guy get the she happily loves. ever after? Except no. 
they all kind of do, but (laughs) (laughs) except for, except for Fred, (laughs) poor Fred. (laughs) Okay. Who would you want as your sidekick? Who would I want as my sidekick? Um, I would want, does it have to be from a book or a movie or just anybody for my sidekick? Um, I think I would want my sidekick to be, (laughs) you know who I would love for my sidekick to be would be Joey from Friends because (laughs) he would just make me look good all the time. Joey would make me look good all the time. So can't make you happy when you're sad. Yes, because he just makes you smile. I think Joey would be the best sidekick. (laughs) Okay. I like it. What is on your anti-bucket list? Can you repeat that? I said, what's on your anti-bucket list? I'm having trouble with, I'm having my bandwidth is low. My anti-bucket list? Yes. Um... Anti-bucket list. I don't ever want to climb Mount Everest. Um, I don't want to go on a cruise. I don't want to visit the snow. (laughs) Cruise. No climbing Mount Everest. (laughs) Okay. This is a lengthy list that's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about if you found a million dollars and nobody else is around, what would you do with it? I would turn it in. I would probably take it to the police department and turn it in. I'm too honest. Why would, why would you do that? There's because nobody around. Well, honestly, know, take it. But I'm still, <laughs> I would feel like somebody would still catch me. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm telling you it's not stealing it's, it's just like chilling on the it's side a, of the road <laughs> chilling on the chilling on the side there's no cameras well, nobody ever seen me then i can things cr you're i'm you're, just I, saying like it's in the middle of nowhere you're strolling along you see a random duffel bag and you're like that's weird and you open it and there's a bunch of money like does that tell you which side of the forest CR is on? Just out of curiosity. Does that? Oh yeah, I would jack it in a second. <laughs> no hesitation. On the dark side of the forest. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I would be so scared to turn it in because, like, the cops could be like, "Oh, you found this. Just found this million dollars," and I'd be like, "Yeah," and they'd be like, "You're arrested." I'd be like, "For what?" They'd be like, "Finding it." <laughs> like, that's my fear. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Do the food one. Food one's one of my favorites. Okay. What is your favorite weird food combination? Something that you do that not a lot of people do. Something that I do that not a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Um that's hard. I feel like I'm such a normal everyday human being that I don't do anything weird. Um, I watch a lot of old TV shows when I write, like Fantasy Island, Murder, She Wrote, Magnum P.I., stuff like that. I, that's what I like to watch when I write. And I feel like a lot of people don't do that. No, like eat. 
Oh, something that I eat. Sorry. Yes. That's a lot of people no, don't. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Something that I eat that a lot of people don't. Nothing that I can think of. Asparagus. I love asparagus. I don't think a lot of people like asparagus. <laughs> You're making a face. <laughs> I ate asparagus last night. That's what I'm so seeing. <laughs> Corey loves it I can't do it I'll make it like I do it all fancy and stuff for him but like I just sit and like glare at him as he eats it <laughs> it's so gross <laughs> you know grass. there's a whole way that they're having kids eat nowadays I don't know if you guys have heard of this I only know this because my daughter has a little person but it basically and I think it's brilliant actually it's you cut up the food that you're eating and give it to them starting when they start eating food instead of doing specialized baby food because that way you don't end up with kids that only eat chicken fingers and french fries yeah that's what we did because it was the same thing you don't want to go out and buy it and not to mention baby food smells gross especially when they do the meat in the jar thing i was like i'm not doing that i wouldn't even give that to an animal oh no that's disgusting no i agree that's disgusting i agree as well okay so we're about to go into shameless self-promotion time. Um, you talked about leaving reviews earlier, though. Will you leave less than a three-star review? Um, I try not to. I try to. I try to keep it. I feel like if it's less than a three-star review, I would be better off trying to reach out to the author, depending on if it's like a self-published author or somebody who's would care if I were to reach out, then I would maybe reach out. Um, especially in this day and age, because you see a lot of people punch back <laughs> when they don't like your, re- if you leave a review that they don't like. Um, I think I can't, as a matter of fact, I can't remember the last time I left less than a three-star review. It's been a okay. while. Okay. And then final question before your shameless self-promotion, what is on your bucket list that you want to do soon? I want to go to Italy. Um, my husband's Italian, so, and he's never been. So I want to go to Italy. That's the big thing on my bucket list. That sounds amazingly fun. I just watched the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen last night. Don't ask me why. I'm not going to prove myself to anyone, but <laughs> anyway, they have a scene there. Okay. So shameless self-promotion time. Mimi, what books you got coming out? What's happening in the world of your books? Um, I have a book coming out April 30th called Private Party. It's the third book in the Second Chances in Hollywood series. Um, It's super cute. It's about a bookstore owner. She owns a bakery slash bookstore that's struggling and a the world's sexiest man falls through her front door of her store and offers to help her out because he's trying to impress her by throwing a party at her cute little bookstore. So that one, it's a cute little story. It's fun. That was very, very awesome. Very awesome. Okay, cool. Well, um, and how do people find you? Um, I am on Instagram at author.mimi.francis. Um, and that's my Facebook as well. I have a website, mimifrancis.com and I am on TikTok at um, author Mimi Francis. Awesome. Very, very cool. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today. Really, really appreciate it. 
Thank you. And I'm happy to do it. <laughs> and this has been Drinking with Authors, Literary Briefs Edition. I have been your host, Erica Lance. My co-host today has been the amazing C.R. Rice, and our guest has been Mimi Francis. And our sponsor is Skunk Brother Spirits, coupon code DWA10. I remember it at the end of everything, even if it's skipped in reverse. And we will see you next time. <laughs>